Now, y'all know I don't subscribe to the trappings of masculinity in the heteronormative sense, but y'all, if you had to think of a person who would be an example of zesty, I want you to give me three reasons why it's Drake. It's a fuck a lot of haters, What's up, y'all? Welcome back to the podcast, episode 27, Black Planet. I know I'm a day late and a dollar short. I apologize. You know, yesterday I was motherfucking tired, okay? I was looking at my laptop. My laptop was looking at me, and neither of us, neither of us was finna do something, okay? What neither of us were about to do anything, okay? I wasn't about to record. It wasn't about to do the record. Like, we were not about to do anything but get in the bed. So me and the laptop got in the bed together, <laughs> okay? So I'm rested. The laptop is rested. We good, okay? We we done got us a good nice rest. We done got us what we needed. And now we're Gucci, okay? We're, we're doing well, all right? Um, I know I've been posting a lot, late, a lot less lately um, <laughs> on some of my platforms. But y'all, let me just tell you how every single solitary one of my social media accounts is on thin fucking eyes right now and it's because i'm a goblin all right um i got a secret tiktok account that i use to just troll people but like people who deserve it like it's this one nigga that be on live all the time with a damn uh fedora that's two sizes too small alone talk about how fat women don't deserve to be wives and thin women are gonna have to come save us so that men can be satisfied uh, because they deserve good wives and shit like that um, and I was asking him how he could afford to, or how it was possible for him to store all of these vile thoughts in his head, uh, when it looked like the fedora was squeezing the life out of him. All right. My account got reported, um, uh, couldn't do nothing. <laughs> you know, I, I'm just saying, I, I just be having some questions. And then I was on Instagram and this white kid was DMing me talking about how like, um, you know, making sayings that stuff only applies to black people. And if I, if you're white, I can't help you. It was uh, reverse racism. And I told him that the only reverse racism that exists is if I got in my Chevy, I put the car in reverse and I backed over him while suppressing somebody's right to vote. That's reverse racism. Um, and they, I got reported for violence. But here's the thing, y'all. I meant every word of that, all right? If I got in my Jeep, okay, and I put the car in reverse, and I simultaneously prevented a minority group from achieving something, that would be reverse racism, okay? That's the only kind of reverse racism that exists, okay? And a white person would still have to be driving the car. So it doesn't apply there. You know what I'm saying? This is what I mean, y'all. I've been on thin ice all <laughs> for like two fucking weeks. On every, I'm on thin ice on fucking Facebook and I don't even use Facebook. I'm like, how the fuck did I get put in Facebook jail? I literally did not even say anything. But I told these two niggas that was, you know, posting their little stuff on Facebook, um talking about how you know subservient women are a thing of the past and they got to deal with these hood rats and I just said that that was very interesting coming from uh Burton Ernie you know what I'm saying we we all know that they're secretly lovers they weren't fans of that but what I'm saying I say this to say <laughs> y'all I've been off thin fucking nice and I apologize but I'm not even saying anything that's rude 
I'm like, baby, the closet is glass. All right. Y'all are very intimately recording in this small space wearing matching outfits in your mama's basement. Okay. She, she keep telling you, she accepts you. All you got to do is come up out the basement and out the closet. But I digress y'all. Um, I'm having a pretty decent week. No, I'm not. I'm lying again, y'all. Transparent moment. I'm not. I'm having a little bit of a mental breakdown, but it's one that I enjoy. Um, a part of this mental breakdown meant that I spent way too much money on weed and purses in the last two weeks. Um, and you can't return weed and I won't return the purses. So it is what it is. I got a ton of cash back though. So we lit <laughs> these purchases. We fucking lit y'all. Um, Another transparent moment. I done spin the block. I done spun the block on a couple niggas. I know I should not be fucking talking to. But look, y'all, I be bored. I be I be lonely. Okay, I don't be fucking doing nothing. My best friend always fucking broke. She don't ever want to go nowhere. Look, I love. <laughs> I, I'm I'm trying, y'all. Me and my therapist are really getting it the fuck together. Okay, there's a lot going on. Um. One of the things I want to talk about this week specifically was this new Drake project. And y'all know that it's a theme on here that I talk about these trash ass men that always have something to say about business that ain't theirs. You know what I mean? And I think it's very interesting that Drake hopped on a record and wanted to diss Megan. Meanwhile, you know what I mean? Like, I'm, I'm about to, this ought to be a tangent y'all because it's so very fucking interesting how like niggas and this is so fucking true y'all niggas be having the smoke for everybody but people who be having the smoke for fucking them case and point Vic Mensa DJ Academics fucking Vic Mensa looks over to this grown-ass man DJ Academics and said I think you're a bitch and this nigga said in what way in what way? Bro, Big Mensa threatened to smack the dog fucking shit. The dog shit, y'all. Out of DJ Academics in his face. And this nigga said, why? Why, y'all? Meanwhile, he got on this motherfucker. He got on this podcast that he was on. I think it was Fresh and Fit. You know, that's where all the debauchery go down. Yelling. Screaming arguing with another woman with another one I mean she was giving it right back to him she was definitely giving it right back to him but that's what I be saying you know what I'm saying Vic DJ Academics got into a fucking little internet argument with Jesus Samaro sat on Twitch and cried and cried <laughs> and fucking cried but have so much smoke for women and quote-unquote side chicks and all this this is what I be saying y'all this is what I be saying like I think men get on the internet and they're always like well we need to hold women accountable we need to hold women accountable and women have never had especially black women we have never had a problem holding ourselves accountable I definitely think that you know in every group there is room for improvement you know there's some things that we need to work on some things that we need to make progress in obviously obviously but that's our business that's our business and we working on it black women constantly get on the internet and we advocate for taking advantage of mental health services and and healing and reading and journaling and and doing things to get in touch with yourself and and to 
address your anxieties and, and deal with your stress and develop healthy coping mechanisms. Like that is constantly a brand of content that you see black women participating in creating and contributing to. Meanwhile, men get on the internet, post three fucking future lyrics and think they're a fucking poet. You know what I mean? Like, you know, I, I, I never liked you. Okay, nigga, don't nobody like you. Don't nobody motherfucking like you. Do men even like each other? Here's the other tangent that I'm going to fucking go on, y'all. Because I just, like, do men really like each other? You feel what I'm saying? Like, every single solitary thing is divisive to men. Men get around bitches act different. Men get around other niggas with money act different. Men get around men who have quote-unquote clout or men who they think, you know, are in a better position to than them and act different. I like do men like each other? You feel what I'm saying? Like, do I, I, it doesn't this? It ain't calculating like it's supposed to calculate y'all. The math ain't mathilating like it's supposed to mathilate. It ain't adding up. Okay, I'm punching the numbers in and I'm getting an error. <laughs> I'm getting an error. I do men like each other. And this is what I'm saying, because it's literally, and this, this is what I be saying. It's other men that don't let men be free. You know what I'm saying? Like I have male friends that are into theater and are into musicals and, you know, maybe they get their nails done or maybe they have colorful hair or maybe they wear outfits that are considered, you know, out of the ordinary and it ain't never me. That's making the comments, calling them zesty, sassy, and all this stuff. It ain't never fucking me. Do men like each other? That is the question of the motherfucking day, y'all. If you're listening to this, you got to this point in the podcast, I want you to DM me. Do men like each other? Do we think men like each other? Because they don't act like it. Nonetheless, let me get back. <laughs> I told y'all it was going to be a couple tangents today. It's just because it's a lot on my mind. It's a lot on my mind. But what I really wanted to talk about, especially as it relates to like this new Drake project, where there was this random ass diss to the hottie, Megan the Stallion, about being shot. And I think what is particularly interesting is the brand of rapper that uses the tragedies and the violence that happens to black women as like a punchline or a bar. You know what I'm saying? I think a lot of rappers and a lot of men in general have chimed in, you know, defending the Canadian leprechaun and saying that, you know, she's lying and she never got shot and, and woo woo woo. And, and just doing all these, uh, lyrical gymnastics to try to sound fucking deep talking about some oh but they ain't ready for that conversation what do you mean you know what I'm saying and I think a lot of men try to use that as like a punchline or as a bar or as whatever the fuck else because I think like that that is the best way for them to contextualize their feelings about women. For the most part, I would say like I, and I was just talking to my therapist about this. For the most part, I think men, like I, when I when I think about people in general, and I'm talking about black people, I, I know, say that as a time. When I think about black people as a whole, I think most black people are just like, 
decent people. And when I say like decent people, I mean like wouldn't intentionally do fucked up shit and wouldn't intentionally, you know, participate in fucked up shit if they see it happening. However, when I say like wouldn't participate, I'm saying like they wouldn't exacerbate it, like they wouldn't make it worse. Like they would just kind of see it and be like, it is what it is, you know, that ain't my business type shit. But I think there is a great portion of this same subset of people who would not like intentionally participate like they wouldn't pick up a gun and shoot themselves but you know because of the feelings that they have you know towards those people of close proximity in their lives because they've never respected another woman in their life you know they would intentionally participate in harmful discourse. And that's especially, you know, as we are are entering the age of, or as we have, because we we in it, we're knuckles, ankles, whatever, coochie lips deep, whatever appendage body part, we're deep in the age of fucking social media. So, and especially when it comes to men. And I think, you know, especially like if we, Cause look, y'all, I, I know the it's getting a little convoluted, but I, I'm trying to I'm trying to bring it back to the surface, okay? So let me let me create the roadmap for you. So we were talking about Drake, we were talking about how a lot of men and rappers use violence against women as a punchline or a bar. We were talking about how that they use that to contextualize their feelings about women in general. We were also talking about how you know black people as a whole are decent, wouldn't intentionally participate in harm, but there is a large subset of that group that would intentionally participate. They would participate in the discourse. They would participate in the activities. And then next, we moved on uh, to the fact that this is especially true for men, okay? I, I think that does a good little summation of what I was just saying for the last couple of minutes. So that is especially true for men, okay? Let's look at the Psychology Today article that was released a little bit ago that talked about how men are the loneliest they've ever been okay that men are not engaging in you know not only significant or or not significant meaningful romantic relationships but they're also not engaging in meaningful friendships anymore either and I I'm using this to provide context because I think men especially now are at this place where they are not sure how to participate as humans you know what I'm saying like I think for a long time men were like you know I'm a necessity. You have to have me like you need me. Woo, woo, woo kind of thing. And they, they, that was their bad. They position themselves as that. And now we are at a point where men have to be likable. They have to have the, and especially men that are entertainers, men that are influencers, men that are in this social media circle have to be, you know, that, that, that likability has to transition into, you know, being able to be branded, being able to be marketed and things like that. And I think a lot of times, you know, when we look at the Drake's and we look at the Tory Lanes and we look at the, the 50 cents and stuff like that, where they're, where they get their likability, what they, where they get their relatability is that men have positioned themselves thinking that, you know, being an asshole, being straightforward, being a dick, you know, all of, all of that brand that worked for men because they were literally a necessity because of the way society was set up. It no longer fucking works. And the thing is, is that I'm not, and I'm not saying that there aren't women who are participating in this discourse. There are not women who are saying she's a liar and women that are, aren't out here doing the dance for the fucking, uh, Lucky Charms mascot, 
you know, the little Lucky Charms leprechaun at the end of the rainbow, okay? Because I don't know why, because he ain't magically fucking delicious, if I do say so myself, all right? So you're just out here doing this shuck and jive, this, this tap dance for this man who wouldn't spit on you if you were on fucking fire. Let me just tell you that if you ever ran into Drake or Tory Lanez or DJ Academics or any of these fucking rappers on the street and DJ Academics is not a rapper, but if you ever ran into these niggas on the street and you try to get close to them because for the most part, they are bitches. All right. They would probably just have their security rough you up. You'd make a TikTok about it and everybody would get in the comments being like, well, he, he humble and he come from nothing and he from the, they would just do whatever to justify it. Okay, y'all. All right. So I know, I, I, I know I'm moving it along and I'm, I'm getting a little all over the place, but we, we going to go back to the roadmap y'all because I'm trying to bring it back all wrapped up. Okay. So what we talk about y'all. So we said, boom, this new break Drake project, boom. Rappers, male influencers use violence against women as a way to contextualize their feelings against all women. Boom. Next, niggas do not be having smoke for other niggas. Boom. Next, men aren't likable. Boom. Next, branding, likability, all tied into the fact that men have he had to create the same branding and likability that is popular online. Boom. Next, how does that continue to hurt us? These niggas ain't minding their business. And it is not valuable to anybody. And that's what I be trying to say. Even if you have a personal opinion about the business of somebody else, putting it on a track, putting it in the song, making a bar, whatever the case may be, an Instagram video or tweet, when you have a platform like that, only further exacerbates the harm that we see against black women because it's not like Megan is lying or 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 the the collective group of black women who have experienced harm at the hands of other black women are just creating stories to tear the black man down they do a good enough job of that on their own the issue here is that the narrative that is created by participating in the truthfulness of the violence that we endure at the hands of other black men does not fit the narrative that they have created for themselves, okay? As providers, protectors, leaders, entertainers, whatever the fuck it is they wanna be. It's fucking delusional. You know what I'm saying? Men are looking at Tory Lanez and they're looking at niggas like Drake and they are conflating the two. They, I'm Drake, Drake is me. No, he's not. No, he's not. You would never be Drake. And that's what I be saying. A lot of these men are so sucked in to you know the influencer the entertainer the celebrity culture especially with you know rappers who wouldn't set who wouldn't even slightly inconvenience themselves to help you and i mean like you walk in out of cvs pharmacy you got a handful of stuff 
and Drake has a plastic bag that he could easily hand to you so you could put all of your stuff in that bag. I am telling you that Drake would crumple that bag up and put it in the garbage before he handed it to you. This is what I'm saying. The accountability is not there. There is no accountability. There's just delusion, man. What's, what's in your brains? What's in your fucking brains? Because violence against black women is a real thing. It is perpetuated by participating in this discourse. And it is also, you know, the, the, the idea that, you know, black women are, are lying just to tear the black man down. Only further plays into what, y'all? What does it play into? Y'all, I, I, I'm going to let y'all answer because y'all know what the fuck I'll be saying. Boom. White imperialist patriarchy. What did I say? These men don't want to be alphas. These men don't want to be leaders. These niggas don't want to be providers. They want to be fucking white. Drake included. Tory Lanez included. These niggas want the fucking, the, the proximity to whiteness that puts them in positions of power. They don't give a fuck about y'all. Just like they fucking scrolling through Twitter or Instagram or TikTok or whatever. They seeing all you motherfucking videos, tweets, whatever that you done made and supported them. Talking about some, it's just a line. It's just a rap. It's just a this. Or she lying. She doing this for clout type shit. And they are using this to further their fucking delusion of grandeur that they have achieve the proximity to whiteness that makes them untouchable and, and drake is basically a white man that's what i'm saying y'all that's all i'm saying this episode was all over the place but i really hope y'all follow my motherfucking roadmap mind your motherfucking business and then you need to start checking these other niggas stop participating in discourse that is only further harmful to white or only further harmful to black women and Get that motherfucking shit out your head, okay? Get that motherfucking shit out your head. Black women are not lying to tear you down, okay? You hot flaming for breakfast, Jolly Rancher soda drinking ass niggas are doing a very good job of that on your own, okay? So every single solitary one of y'all that listens to this rap, this project that Drake put together, and the thing is, is that it was so fucking unnecessary. Black women be minding our motherfucking business glowing looking good smelling good making our song shaking our ass not saying nothing about nobody and then boom here come a song talk about we lying about being abused and, and hurt by people because niggas are mad and that's what I be saying, y'all. I really want every single solitary one of you niggas that listens to this project and was like, well, you know, I, I still fuck with this mindset. I still fuck with this. I want you to kiss my ass. All right. I want you to kiss my ass. I want you to walk up from your mother's basement. Okay. And I want you to kiss my ass. Okay. I, I'm going to say it one more time because I really want you to hear it. I want you to kiss my ass. Okay? We got it? Cool, y'all. <laughs> cool. That's all I wanted to say. All right? Look, y'all know what the fuck it is. We only got a few more episodes in the season, y'all. This, 
I'll be tired every week, y'all. I'm having a nine to five is not for me. I am taking applications for sugar daddies. If you know any niggas that are just trying to pay my bills because I'm a fine bitch, put them in contact with me, okay? Because I can't fucking do this shit anymore. My credit card bill, <laughs> I'm gonna get it in 30 fucking days after I made all of these purchases. And if you think I'm giving them that money, delusional. But okay, back to the main message. Please kiss my ass. All right, the rest of y'all, have a great week. Be blessed. And as always, stay motherfucking black, y'all.